ونستعينه ونستنفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئة أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا وسندنا ومطاعنا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم قال تعالى لو أنزلنا هذا القرآن على جبل لرأيته خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله عن ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من قرأ حرفا من كتاب الله فله عشر أمثالها لا أقول ألف لام ميم حرف أقول ألف حرف ولام حرف وميم حرف قال تعالى إنا نحن نزلنا الذكر وإنا له لحافظون صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين محترم بايق دوستو معزة سامين ريسبكتد علماء اكرام بلفظ بريدر الاسلام انديد الحديث اف محمد مصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم is so unique that there is a science to hadith the hadith is so unique that there is mathematics attached to hadith the hadith is so unique that from amongst the galaxy of sahaba ikram there is that noble person who was the khadim he used to carry the shoes of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in today's times just those that clean the dust from around Jannat Katukra and around the Rauda Mubarak just the dust is collected in, in packets and becomes sacred because of their attachment to Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now this khadim was the one who used to take the, the, the Mubarak shoes of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and move it around, have wudu water for him. Anything that was needed by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa this khadim was there. He was such a unique sahabi that he was allowed to give fatwa. Among those illustrious sahaba ikram, a person had to have an unlimited knowledge of deen in order for him to give fatwa. And this great sahabi, the original idea of so-called Jumu'ah Bayan was supposed to be still Aqsa. The Jumu'ah Bayan today, today is supposed to be Aqsa. Rest now we heard Mulana Musa Alga mentioned that because of the case that was formed against the genocide, because of the case being formed by South Africa, Presently, from yesterday, no South African is allowed into the, the precincts of the Haram of Aqsa. Whatever sacrifices need to be done, it has to be taken and the sawab will be on those 
who take the sacrifice. But even though the idea was Aqsa today in the Bayan, on Tuesday night going into Wednesday, I dreamt that I was in this masjid and I dreamt that I was late for Jummah. I dreamt that there was a line of queue going to the bathroom and I needed to go there and the azan went and I'm still in that line and I decided no, I better go make wudu. And by the time I was making wudu in my dream on Wednesday night, another mulana came into the member in order to commence before and then I'll take over after I come in. And whilst I'm at the door of this masjid, in the dream form, that hadith of that great Khadim Ibn Mas'ud, Abdullah Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala was read out to me. And as he's being read at the door, I entered the masjid and the Mulana and the member asked me, what's your bayan today? And I said, I got no choice. This hadith came from Abdullah Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. So the format of the bayan changed and I had to prepare a bayan on that specific hadith. That is, Man qara harfam min kitabillah. You know, the Quran is very, very unique. The message in that dream was also unique. And when I phoned one, my, one of my ustads, who I normally link up with, he reminded me, Mulana, two weeks ago you dreamt of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa and this dream may be attached to that. So give a bayan on this specific hadith. Now the Quran, Majid, the hadith is related to Quran. Now Quran is very unique, meaning everything related to Quran that we take as normal, is abnormal for a person who is not a Muslim. Things, simple things, like when we hear Ghare Hira, Ghare Hira, Iqra' Bismi Rabbika Alladhi, when we hear the first revelation of the Mubarak Quran was Iqra', read in the name of your Rabb, and we take it as a normal incident that took place. But that kafir, that kafir who was studying Islam, and he sees this. This book is said to be from the great one, from Allah Rabbul Izzat. This great book does not start from the beginning. When you start a story, you start once upon a time, sometimes long ago, far, far away. That's our way of starting at the beginning. But the uniqueness of Allah's revelation, it started the last but Amma part, last part of the Quran is Iqra Bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalaq. And when this individual read that the beginning of the Quran is Iqra, they accepted Islam on the basis that this is not human. There's some miracle in this commencing, not at the beginning, commencing inside. And on the basis of Iqra, they take Shahad. When those professors that we're studying the Qur'an, nine of them, somebody said eleven of them. Most were Chinese professors, world-renowned professors. Awka gulumatin fi bahrin lujiyi yagshahu mawjum min fawqihi mawjum min fawqihi sahab. They saw that Qur'anic verse where the ocean is being described by none other than Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa And when this description is studied from a scientific point of view, then they start to wonder that this was the Arabian Peninsula. This individual Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa did not leave the Arabian Peninsula. 
He was not along the seashore that is studying the sea every day. So a miracle that they saw, the description of the ocean, one wave upon the other wave, upon another wave, darkness upon darkness upon darkness like cloud. When they saw the description given by a person who is not along the seashore, they realized that this word of this Mubarak Qur'an can be from no other than Allah Rabbul And they took shahadat. So miracles and miracles of the Holy Qur'an. Now we go specifically to that hadith in the dream. Man harfam min kitabillah. Any individual that recites the Mubarak Qur'an, Allah gives him how many rewards? Ten rewards according to that hadith. Ashru amthariha. And that is also follow up by other places in the, in the Holy Quran that Allah multiplies. Any, anything that you do, you get 10 rewards. Now, the science of hadith is one. The mathematics of hadith come into play with science. Because the hadith and miracles of Muhammad and Mustafa it mind boggles any individual. And the Quran itself, the uniqueness of the Quran is that in any problem that you have, whether it's related to your chest, whether it's related to depression, whether it's related to your business, where you know how to use the business tricks of the Holy Quran, you'll be able to utilize the Quran to its maximum. What that means, you know, you get the businessman, your accountant, he tells you tax evasion, illegal. Then he teaches you tax avoidance, legal. So phone somebody, a Ridwan, I know from Saz Reservoirs, phone him, this is tax evasion, how do we make it legal tax avoidance? The business tricks is where the money counts, where the calculator hits, hits the profit. In the same way, the hadith is telling you one thing, Ashru amthariha, if you read one ayat, one word, one letter. And then the hadith goes further where Muhammad and Mustafa, the individual who always spoke the truth, haq always came from his mouth, the truth. Muhammad and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that la aqulu alif lam mim harf. That I do not say that alif lam mim is one harf. But Alif is one harf, Lam is one harf, and Meme is one harf. So if we using our calculators, we learn reward is 10 for one harf, for one letter. So Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you say Alif, Lam, Meme is 3. So how many, how many be 10 times 3? So what are we supposed to be sitting with? 30 reward. But the Quran and Majid tells us, Wallahu yuba'ifu li mayyasha. Our asatiza, they used to say that Allah gives reward how He wishes to whomsoever He wishes. That is why all will read namaz. All will read namaz. But everyone don't get the same reward. One man made sacrifice, he closed his shop early. He walked in the hot sun, he came to the masjid. The other person just closed his shop, so the workers close up, he's here at the shop early. Another person, he's rushing, he gets caught in one roadblock, and he comes late to the masjid, but he intended early. 
and one person was sitting from Ishraq tank in the masjid, everyone gets different rewards, but the reward will be calculated in the namaz. But going back to that hadith, the uniqueness of that hadith, where you see that Allah is wishing to give us uncounted rewards. Allah is looking out of His mercy to give us infinite rewards. You cannot count with your calculators. And that is where the explanation of three letters equals to 30. But the science of hadith and the mathematics is that hadith that comes and tells you if you read the three harfs, alif, lam, meem, you don't get 30 rewards. The minimum you get is 90 rewards. How many? 90 rewards for eating three harfs. Arif, Lam, Meem. That is where that illustrious Mulana. You know, nowadays when we hear the name Mullah Ali Qari. Mullah Ali Qari, we think he was a Qari sahab. But in, the, in that era, in that area, like how when you used to talk about Mullah Umar, Mullah Umar in Afghanistan, it wasn't Mullah. Mullah means Mulana. That is why when they first invaded Afghanistan, they started killing the mullahs, the mullahs, get rid of the brain. So Mullah Ali Qari, he explains how you come to the calculation of 90 rewards. And he says, now if you have a chalkboard and pen to paper, and if you are to write the word alif, alif, alif does not read like how we write one long last letter, not alif straight down. Alif, to write it, you need to read a with a fatha. Lam fa. A, the lam must have a kasra. Alif zabar, how the olden days, Alif zabar a, or Alif fatha zabar fa. A, lam fa zabar, lam fa zer lif. A lif. So how many letters in Alif? To write Alif, how many letters you need? Three. So now if you count things, 30, 1, 2, 3. Is there 30 there? Meem in order to write it is Meem Ya Meem. Another 30. Alif. And the Lam is Lam with the Alif on it. Lam with the Meem. Alif, Lam, Lam Alif with the Meem. So it's Alif is how many letters? And one but it's counted as 30 rewards. Lam is counted as 30 rewards. And Meem is counted as 30. So how many? 90 rewards for Alif, Lam, Meem. Now when we coming to the Mubarak Qur'an, it is the way to take with the business tricks. Ibn Jawzi, that incident he records. He records that incident that that individual who's got bad eyes, you know, bad nazari, bad eyes. There was one person in that town, it was known that he had a bad eye. Anything he look at, something goes wrong. And it became known to the people that this is what happened. So this, Ibn Jawzi records that this one pious person, he intended to go with his donkey to the town. So the people told him, don't go this way. Because there's a certain person there, for some reason his eye is not good. It might affect your animal. So this person says, no, tawakkul and Allah, he takes his animal, his donkey, and he goes past. When he goes, his donkey died. The learning experience, his donkey died. He had tawakkul and Allah, but Allah is teaching something. So he came back after his donkey died. He asked the people, who do you think is the person who got the bad eye? Then knowing Quran, how to use the verses of the Holy Quran, he said, no, so and so, that's the person that got the bad eye. But then, so this person knew Quran. He went to Tabarak. Then he 
And then you can وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحَ رُجُومًا لِشَيَاطِينَ All those verses. He recites that, he blows on that person, and that person's bad eyes had got cured, in a sense of looking at, and, and, and his bad eye affecting anyone. So there are certain tricks from Qur'an. But we go further than that. Let's learn from Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We're talking about Qur'an Majid. The greatness of ulama is really in its place because there's always places that you can use something for your benefit. And the uniqueness is when you study the life of Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you will come to an incident that takes place at the time of Hijrah. Now this is linked to Qur'an. At the time of Hijrah, Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa is in a house. The house is surrounded. Two youngsters from every tribe in Makkah, they around that It's not like a building, like our building, you can hide here and hide there. It's one mud house and it's surrounded. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa tells Ali radiallahu anhu, these are the amanat, sleep in my place and I'll meet you in Medina Munawwara inshallah. So Azad Ali radiallahu anhu says that was his best sleep. Because Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him that they meet me in Medina, so I cannot die tonight. Don't forget about the enemy. This is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam talking. So Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes to the door. Enemy has surrounded the house. Now if it was you and I, and we think we know lots about Quran, what would you have recited for your protection against the enemy if you were there in that situation? What Quranic ayat you would have recited? Yes, why? I would have recited Ayatul Ji Kursi. Ji, are we on the same page? Everyone would have recited Ayatul Kursi. But if anyone studied Quran, what did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam recite? If you studied the Seerah of Nabi Pak Sallallahu it's the same verses, you know, cops stop you. It's not a police stop you. You read the same verses. وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ سَدَّوا وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ سَدًّا فَأَغْشَيْنَاهُمْ فَهُمْ لَا Yubfirun. So what we learning? Did Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam read Ayat al-Kursi there? No. He read the Ayat from Surah Yasin telling you and I that there's lots of business tricks in this Mubarak Quran. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam read those verses, he picked up the sand, he threw it in the air. And according to explanation, it went to the eyes of the Kuffar and they did not see him. One person said, that is Muhammad walking past us. And they said, no, that is not him. They could not see him. But what we learning? The finer point, yaha is ek nukta hai. One finer point is here. Is that if you know enough of the Holy Quran, you can use it to your benefit in the dunya. Business is bad. There is something from Quran that will help you. Your child is nafarman. Become disobedient. There is something from Quran. What we are saying, the entire Quran, from Surah Fatiha to Surah Nas, Every single Mubarak ayat is valuable, it has shifa, it has cure. What you need to find, this is a dispensary. This is a dispensary. The Holy Quran is a dispensary. You got headache, you got disparate. You got headache, grandpa. You got headache, tornado. You got headache, Voltaren. Doesn't mean you got the same ailment. Everybody is going to use the same ayat. That is where these great ulama, see like Mulana Abdul Samad he was a student of Mulana Masihullah, Fansar. Such lanterns of ilm, we lost a great person in Phoenix. Whenever you sat with him, 
he spoke some pearls from from that mulana masihullah khan support little time that we spent with him he gave us great value because mulana masihullah khan sahab was linked to mulana anwar shah kashmiri all these great lanterns of deen who was mulana anwar shah kashmiri mulana anwar shah kashmiri was the same individual who you know nowadays you get there's no such thing but nowadays you get sunni tablig when mulana anwar shah kashmiri is time the link between sunni and tablig ulama their link was mulana anwar shah kashmiri that's when after mulana anwar shah kashmiri then you start people got this group but there's no such thing as this group and that group is inna deena indallahi alislam what in allah says islam there's no other no other religion in front of allah there's no ANC and Kata and all that. There's no such thing in Allah's system. Quran is very clear. But coming back to our point, the Mubarak Quran, whether we are, we mention that the entire Quran is a dispensary. You must learn from these great ulama. Like Mulana Abdul Samad Sahib is a great loss to Phoenix. Now you get other great ulama that are here. Mulana Kaji, Mulana Kaji. Mulana Kaji. Everyone take him as just some give a bayan. One day I was speaking to one person here in Phoenix. You know, we take people as normal. That time, Mulana Kaji just came to Phoenix, and there was one person who was not so much inclined to Jamaat work, the Tablighi, so-called. So Mulana Kaji was a neighbor to that person. So when this person is coming from town, I, I think it was a Honda Balad that time he was driving. He was coming from town. Now he don't like Mulana Kaji because Mulana Kaji is his two-door neighbor, but Mulana Kaji is from. so called is is coming door to door gush i disagree with gush person sees mulana kaji abdul qadir kaji walking on the highway so no even though you disagree whatever in your heart you allow a mulana to walk on the highway from town you coming to finish and he stays two doors away from you allah in your heart you are mu'min so this person stops he stops mulana where are you going i'm going home jump in mulana and mulana kaji jumped in and this person said mulana why are you walking why are you walking and coming where are you coming from you going on gush so the mulana kaji was twice so that person told me he asked mulana again why are you walking don't you have a car you know i don't have a car i was in a taxi coming from town to finish and while mulana kaji a real pious person in finish great ulama mulana kaji while they that blue lagoon stretch taxi driver put the music on full blast and umar radhiyallahu anhu if you remember umar radhiyallahu anhu if anyone had music he'll put his hands like this he'll block his ears you know one one woman come in front of you allah give you shuttle two shuttle close it then you get the sweetness of iman in your heart in the same way when it comes to the music umar radhiyallahu anhu should teach put your cover your ears and walk past the place so mulana kaji being a pious person many people don't know about the incident but it's nice to highlight it mulana kaji requested the driver of the taxi please no put the music off so that person put it louder so mulana kaji said okay stop the taxi he jumped up thing away from sun so we go so then the incident goes further that person he said mulana only because of music you jumped out of the taxi ji this person who had a dislike for mulana kaji in our time he goes home he drops off mulana kaji by his house he goes two doors away to his own house i don't know if two doors or few doors but something like that he goes by his wife and he tells her my dear wife we got two cars choose one car he takes the other car he goes leave it for mulana kaji so they are great ulama amongst us we need to go to them ask them about quran and hadith now let's go back to ourselves let's go back to ourselves 
How much of Quran did we read today? Did we recite Quran today? How much of Quran did we read this entire month? See, people who are linked with, you know, Tawi's work and Amariyat and Rukya. You go to them, Mulana, my, my daughter is unwell. Please, you know, assist. And Mulana will give you one drinking Tawi. You know, write something and he'll give you drinking Tawi. Now, when Mulana gives you drinking Tawi, 99% of the time, it's 31, 33, 31, 35, 31, 37, 31, 39. And that's the formulation of the Tawis for drinking. So Mulana will give you, oh, mashallah, a few days later, Mulana, with Allah's assistance, wal qadri khayrihi wa shadihi min Allah ta'ala, with assistance of Allah, my daughter got shifa. Now, what did that Mulana write there? If he is professional, what did he write? I'm 99% sure he wrote Surah Fatiha encapsulated in numerical value. What he wrote? So if you as an individual, if you read two rakat sunnat of Fajr namaz, how many times you would have read Surah Fatiha? First rakat, La salata liman lam yaqra fiha bi Fatiha til kitab. In the hadith, that in order to read salah, you have to start with Surah Fatiha. And then after that, فَقْرَأُوا مَا تَيَسْفَرَوا مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ Then read whatever else you know from the Mubarak Qur'an. So in the Fajr Surakat, Sunnah, you would have read Surah Fatiha two times. Whereas in that Tawil form, how many times it would have been written? One time. So what's stronger, one or two? So you yourself, if you're reading your namaz, if you're reading the Mubarak Qur'an, automatically you will be saved from jadu. You will be saved from all these funny, funny things that the people talk about because you have your body armor in the form of Quran but we're going to one further thing my ustad used to say it like this see all of us sitting here all of us sitting who knows surah fatiha lift the hand who knows surah fatiha alhamdulillah rabbil alameen ar rahman ar rahim who knows surah fatiha lift the hand everybody isn't now ek nukta yaha hai there is a final point here you know when you talk about the Mubarak Qur'an, you say, oh, hey, you know what? That Qur'anic ayat was on that fish in that fish tank. Now everyone wants to go, hey, it's a very a big miracle. You go to see that fish. Well, know about fishing. No, no, come by me. So when you're coming to, one of the miracles is you, 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 and all of us. Why? Inna nahnu nazzalna zikra wa inna lahu lahafizun. My Ustaz is to tell us, the miracle of the Qur'an is that Allah took it upon himself to protect this Mubarak Qur'an. And you taking yourself as no value. I'm just a Muslim. Oh, Surah Fatiha. But Allah is using you. One person knows one ayat. One knows uh, dentist but half is the Qur'an. One person is a Mulana and a half is the Qur'an. One is a half is. So besides the half is. Allah made you a miracle, you yourself understand your value. Allah loves you, that He is utilizing you to look after any portion of the Quran that you know. Now we're coming close to this Mubarak, how we say 27th of Rajab, the Mi'raj, we're coming to 15th of Shaban. All these are stepping stones where Allah is Allowing you and I to see these Mubarak days. Some may pass away. Now when are you going to change your life? You did not read Quran. Last you read is last Ramadan. What I mean read Quran, opening the Quran and reading. Because there are business tricks related to that also. 
because there are many people they got no time to sit and read Quran but whatever they know if you know Surah Ikhlas and from your house to your business you read Surah Ikhlas 50 times how much reward are you getting that is Quran now when we talk about Quran we think oh, you know when you make zikr they know masjid na masjid with a tasbih no it's wherever you are Make dua wherever you are. Make zikr wherever you are. Read Quran wherever you are, whatever you know. And, you know, we see some people in front of us, look at ourselves, we're all getting grey. We get that small boy, now he's in metric. We've wasted years and years and years. It's come to that time now, where we are closer to the grave. All these reminders that Allah is giving us, big night, big night, big night. All are excuses for you to turn back to Allah. To bring Quran in your house, bring Quran in your shop, bring Quran in your driving. I know one alim, every day for the last 22 years, for 25 years, every single day when he drives to work, he recites Surah Yasin, Surah Tabarak and some other wazayif, every day going to work. When it's Ramadan, then you see how you waste time. If you're a Hafiz and you need to read Tarawih, then you see going to work, you read four paras. In other times, you were wasting the time. Understand? The time is incorrect. So when it comes to the Mubarak Quran, what we need to know is use the time that we got in this dunya from now till Ramadan. From now till Ramadan, use every moment to recite Quran daily. Recite whilst walking. Recite whilst you're driving, but put your put your seed into the ground now, so that as the plant is growing up, Ramadan will come into the harvesting time. So we make dua that Allah gives me the ability to respect, understand the value of the Mubarak Quran, understand yourself as a Hafiz. Haji Baipajar Rahmatullahi used to say, the least that you should recite if you're a non-Hafiz in one paradi. And if you are half as the least you must recite is three paras a day. So what way are we? Are we far from the target? So men today try and bring Quran into our lives, into our house. So inshallah Allah will put barakat in our lives.